Welcome to the Everyday Icon podcast, a podcast focused on helping women entrepreneurs embrace the image she has always envisioned to become the boss she is meant to be. I'm your host, Tiffany Howard. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Everyday Icon podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany. I hope everyone had a great and wonderful and thankful Thanksgiving and that you were able to take time and enjoy time with your family and friends and just relax and just enjoy the holiday season. Today, I want to talk to you about how to project power and authority Um, With power and authority, it is the form of dressing from the inside out. And we'll be touching a little more on how to dress from from the inside um, as we go further along into the podcast episodes that I have lined up for you. But first, as always, I want to give a friendly reminder to always like and subscribe to our podcast Also, leave a review so that others can find us to make it easier for them to find us and join in on the conversation as well. So let's get started. So power and authority. It's not as hard as we think it may be, but it can be, but it's not too hard. And I just have four quick points to give you guys today. So the first one is eliminate contingent language. So when we're speaking, whether it's in front of people, whether it's online and during a Facebook Live, you want to speak with certainty. You want to know when speaking on your subject matter. So you don't want to sound wishy-washy or matter-of-factly or maybe. You want to say it with authority and with certainty to saying, my program works because I provide X, Y, and Z transformation. That's it. And not, well, maybe if you're suffer, you know, maybe it will help you if you're, if you have this issue, maybe it will help you with this. Or if you want to think about it, no, my program helps you do X, Y, and Z, and you will get this transformation. It shows that you know what you're talking about. And if we water down our statements, it's not going to give them, your audience, the full effect. And you don't want to sound like you don't know what you're talking about or you're not sure. So yes, you do need testimonials of your framework to making sure that it works. But as you get them and as you begin to see that your frameworks work or anything of that nature works, you have to speak it in, as, as if you're certain getting tongue-tied there. You want to speak with certainty and not water it down. And when you're talking to your um, audience, you want to make sure that you're hitting on, of course, their, their pain points. And the only way to do that is to speak with certainty. So you want to eliminate any bad language that um, you may have. And that also goes with speaking for yourself as well. Speaking in terms of this does work, I will be able to present this in the manner that it should be presented and not just think bad. So you want to eliminate any content language. Number two, stand in a power stance. It sounds crazy, but when you look at powerful people and people in positions or authority, they always stand a certain way. They stand with their head up. 
their shoulders back, their chest maybe is um, out a little bit. And just in that moment of how they stand, it shows that they're confident about themselves, that they have everything together, and that your body language provides and gives off cues to other people. So people pay attention more than to just what you say, but how you act and how you do. So how you stand a certain way, you know, if you're slouched down, it may seem people might think, oh, she's lazy or she's shy or things that, you know, if you crowd in a corner or things like that. So you always want to stand at a sort of like standing at attention, even sitting as well. You want to sit with your back straight and sort of the same way, back straight, shoulders back, chest stuck out, head high so that people can see, oh, she has, you know, she's in a position that I need to get to know her. And it just primarily just shows confidence. One of the craziest things that I'm sure, I'm not sure if everybody did this, but I know my sisters and I had to do this growing up to make sure that we didn't slouch or anything like that. My mom would have us literally walk around the house and we had um, encyclopedias. So we, she would take an encyclopedia and she would put it on our heads and we would have to walk around the house with a book on our head. It's because when you stood up straight and with the book on your head, it helped you with balance and it helped you with keeping your head up because if your head went one way, then the book went the other way. So the gist was not to have the book fall off of your head and it gave you a form of um, position of when you were standing with your posture, even learning how to do that when we started to learn how to walk in heels as well, because sometimes you may Put your head down a little bit so that you don't um, miss a step or, you know, you think of, but to hold up and it came with confidence. And when you stand straight and tall with confidence, it makes all the difference. And depending on what you have on, as far as your clothing goes, it will make all the difference in the world just by how you stand and just how, just how you stand. So standing in a power stance. Number three, hold yourself to your own standards. Here's the thing. Gaining the respect of others is earned. If you don't hold respect for yourself, others won't. And if they do, it's not full respect. And they will break free of you as soon as they have the chance to. So if you hold yourself, if you hold someone to a high level, you also have to hold yourself to a high standard as well. You can't have you um, holding one person to a, a certain level or standard and you not to a, that same level of standard as you, as you hold someone else. Now, some people think that if someone doesn't agree with you, and this is a perfect example, if you don't agree with someone, that means you don't respect them. That has nothing to do with respect. You just have two separate ideas and two separate opinions or thought processes about a subject matter, and that's okay. Because with that, sometimes it's a good thing. You don't want everybody to always think like you do. But in reality, losing respect 
is treating others differently than yourself. So you always want to treat or even treating someone else differently from another person. So you always want to, no matter who you meet, you always want to treat them with the same respect that you want somebody to treat you with respect, you know, as as far as um, respect goes. So you definitely want to make sure that because if they don't respect you, regardless of social media and what's out there, word of mouth is still the fastest way that news gets out. So if someone says, yeah, you know what? She's not well respected in this area because of X, Y, and Z. People will remember that and they haven't even worked with you and they'll say, oh, well, this is why. So you always want to make sure that you hold yourself to your own standards that you would hold someone else. And last but not least, and I'm guilty of this, be prepared. There is a saying that is those who fail to plan, plan to fail. And that is true. So if you don't have any type of plan, you always want to make sure that you do your best to have a plan in place. Especially if it's something that you know about. So if you have an event to go to, you have a speaking engagement to go to, you want to make sure that you're prepared. If you're meeting with a potential company that you're going to work with or collaborate with, you want to know as much as possible about that company. You want to know their target market, what ideas they've had in the past, and how you can um, bring your new eye fresh ideas to the table. So you always want to make sure that you're prepared. Now, there are times that we cannot be prepared because there are things that may come up at the last minute. But you should still have, you can still be prepared. And this is what I mean by this. If someone calls me today and says, Tiffany, I would like for you to speak at this virtual conference this Friday. Okay. And they'll say, I need your bio. I need your headshot. And this is the time. Okay. We should be able to go into your Dropbox, your Google Drive, your email, wherever it is. And you should be able to send that to them right away without a problem or hesitation. That's being prepared. Even when you have to present in person or even as a virtual conference, I need something to wear. So I should always have an outfit or two already ready and to go that I can throw together really quick. That's like, okay, I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. That way it cuts down on you having to go and buy something to wear or creating a bio at the last minute that may or may not sound right, trying to get a photo together because you have to do the most, you have to do your makeup, and it's a lot. So you always want to be prepared. Even in those small instances, you always be prepared because you never know what opportunity is going to come your way. So you definitely with being prepared. So to recap everything that we went over for today is number one, get rid of conjugate language. You want to make sure that you're speaking with authority, making sure that you are speaking with certainty, and also watch how you speak to about and to yourself, about you to yourself. So you want to try to make sure that you begin to work on that. Stand in a power stance. Your posture is a huge 
asset for how you stand. It tells people, and as always, it speaks for you before you say anything. So even though you may be dressed to the nines, your body language may be saying something completely different. So you want to make sure to stand or sit in a power stance with your posture. Hold yourself to your own standards. Whatever standards you have for this person here, you have to have that same standard for yourself and not make it any form of favoritism. So you want to hold everybody to the same standard. And last but not least, be prepared as much as possible. Even if you have a month's notice or you have a 24-hour notice, you will always want to be prepared as much as possible, no matter how big or how small. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to connect with me online with all my social media links. They will be in the description box below. And with that, as always, stay healthy, stay safe, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great day, guys. Bye.